When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CLS Media Patriots Roundtable. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Qualia, here with Marvazan and Mike Molino. This is take two. We already tried recording once. My headphones cut out because technology stinks, but we are back. Fresh show, and we are following week one NFL season, NFL preseason, rather. Patriots, Washington football team. And before my headphones cut out, we were talking about some of the highlights, some things that we noticed, some things that we'd like to see. And, you know, the, the big storyline with this Patriots preseason is who is going to be QB1 come week one. And obviously that is the number one thing a majority of a majority of us, if not all of us, were watching during this preseason game. How much time Mac Jones got, how much time Cam Newton got, who looked good, who looked who didn't look good. And I don't know if we necessarily have answers, but we definitely have some some meat on the bone here. We definitely have some stuff to talk about regarding the the performance of both quarterbacks. And this is what we were talking about right before my headphones cut out in the first take. The kicking situation. We're not going to go too deep into this, but the kicking situation got interesting. You have Nick Folk on the team, obviously, but you know he's he's on the sidelines right now. But you've got undrafted kicker Quinn Nordine, and he's been, you know, he's been a story over the past few weeks. This kid's got a leg; he's dead accurate. In the preseason, it, it didn't change. Preseason game one, it did not change. Guys, Nick Folk might actually be. I think Nick Folk's job, as far as I'm concerned, Nick Folk's job is he's done. Give it to Quinn Nordine. I don't Nick Folk has been solid for the Patriots, and the reason why they brought him back this season is because how he performed. You know, but they didn't have season. another option. Yeah, they didn't have another was- option. But at the same time, Nick Folk was doing a hell of a job. It's not like uh, he's struggling, but unfortunately, they don't have another option, so they have to stick with him. He was doing a, a pretty solid job as as the kicker. Um, obviously, yes, you have a younger, you know, what's the saying, a younger shiny new toy in, in Nordine. But does that mean you completely abandon somebody who's been? pretty solid for you i don't know yes <laughs> you're ready to just say bye to nick folk and hello to nordine huh for the future yeah i for mean the future look, for the future of the team you, if you've got your young kicker here like why not there's money invested in folk already if folk can come back healthy sometime during training camp and show that he still got it i don't know if nordine makes the team i really don't i mean he's look he looked great one preseason game, am I going to overreact? No, I'm not going to overreact. But it's good to know that Patriots That's are on you for not overreacting. <laughs> you should be overreacting. Patriots are in a good kicking situation. That's something that we haven't been able to say for a while. <sighs> Long time. Right, but I mean, also think about this. Oh, a couple years ago, you guys remember, there were a lot of kickers in the league who just stunk. A lot of teams were having kicking problems. You do not, if you have something here with Quinn Nordine, you do not want to see your future kicker. You have, Nick Folk is 36 years old. He's near the end of his career. If you lose out, if you if you do cut Quinn Nordine, 
or if another team just picks him up, well, then you might have just lost your kicker of the future. And then once you lose Nick Folk, you're back in that same situation that you were in before when you were just rotating guys till you came to Nick Folk. I don't know. I don't know. I, f- I feel like you can you can find the next solid kicker. Yeah. I don't think Nordine is you, – you, you struck freaking lightning with this one guy. I think if you have Nick Folk and you're able to squeeze out another good season or two out of him, why not? And I don't think it could be that hard – you know, whenever Nick Folk is probably done to bring in a couple kickers down the line during training camp to test them out. I mean, Nordine's great. He's, show, he's shown that he can be a solid kicker, but, you know, I don't think he's anything that special where drop everything you have, let's get this guy on the roster. That 50-yard field goal was dead down the middle. And that's how old what, is he, 22? Oh, the, yeah. The 50-yard field goal. Listen, now, if he did a 60 and it looked like that, then I'd be oh, on your it had wagon. It had the distance. It, it had did. the distance for it 70. It looked good. It looked good. But I'm not going to go crazy right now. I already am. It's too late for me. I'm in. I am deep in. <laughs> Guys, this show is powered by our friends over at betonline.ag per usual. All right, so let's get into the main storyline of preseason game one, which we all knew going into it, it was going to be the quarterback situation. And a lot of us have come to the, the the consensus that the only way that Mac is really going to take the quarterback one role come week one is if he absolutely blows everybody out of the water. If he blows not everybody out of the water, but Cam Newton out of the water. If he really shows like this guy is significantly better than your veteran former MVP in Cam Newton, who's still who's still in his early 30s and has a year in the Patriots system under his belt. And this is his first. Remember last year, he didn't have a whole training camp. This year, he has a whole training camp, which is significant when you're talking about this story. So, I mean, guys, first of all, what did you see really in week one? Did you see anything that could signify, okay, Mac? could potentially take over for Cam Newton in as a quarterback week one. And just real quick for the uh, the stats, pro football focus, by the way, did rank Mac Jones as, what's it, passing grades among first-round rookie quarterbacks this preseason. Mac Jones, 82, second Zach Wilson, 78th, and Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Trey Lance. And Mac Jones' stats week one, 68.4 completion percentage, 13 for 19, which, you know, you could give him 15 or 14 for 19 based on some drops and a, a bogus incomplete pass call. Uh, 87 yards, 4.6 average, uh, and then a 78.2 QBR or just rating. Uh, so, yeah, guys, what do you think? Did Mac do enough for you to take over that QB1 role or at least come pretty damn close? Either one of you go. Marv, you want to start? Yeah, I could start off. Um, look, Mac looked like he belonged out there. Um, last Thursday against the football team, he made decisive throws. He had a beauty to Wilkerson that he that Wilkerson couldn't um couldn't bring in. He he was moving around in the pocket, which I love to see because we all know he's 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 labeled as an immobile quarterback. But if you can move around in the pocket by yourself some time, I love seeing all of that. However, and this is gonna come might come as a shock to some of you guys because my stance is going to change here when it comes to Mac Jones and him starting Week One. I don't think it's I, – I think what the coaches have told us is Cam's really going to be the QB1 no matter what Mac does. I mean, you have Cam Newton who only plays two two series. That's it. I mean, you only play a guy two series if you know, okay, this is 
this is our future quarterback and he doesn't need to have that many reps. Let's give all the reps to Mac Jones. If it was really do you, a competition. But do, you, do you think that was do you think that was more because they know what they have in Cam? I th- yeah, I do. I think if it was more of a competition, we'd see a little bit more of Cam Newton out there. And now, you know, we're, we're recording on the 16th. It's a, it's a Monday. They're having dual practices with um with the Eagles currently. And Cam got all got all the reps against the first team de- um Eagles defensive team. And Mac only played against their second secondary team. Like at some point, the season's coming up really soon. At some point, Mac Jones is going to have to play against the defensive team of the first team of the D, um the Eagles defense, and he hasn't been able to do that yet. And it's all been Cam. I think the writing's on the wall that Cam Newton is the starter for week one. 2022. I know Cam already came out today and said, hey, you know, Belichick hasn't named um, any starter yet, but Mac's been playing he was, well. He was kind of pissed at that question, too. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he Max, was like, he was like, dude, you, you guys know as much as I do. That's true. That's true. And that's how the Patriots, that's the Patriots way in general. But Mac Jones has played well. And in the past, I was here saying, yo, if Mac is pushing, pushing it to really become a starter, but with the what I'm seeing, what the coaches are saying, and the reps that are being taken, it's looking like it doesn't matter what Mac Jones does, he is not going to be the week one starter. He will start. The question is when, but it won't be week one. Mike, what do you think? Because I'm I'm back and forth, man. This is tough. This is a this is tough. Yeah, I think similar to what Marv was saying. I mean, if there was that kind of question that you had going through training camp. What you saw in that preseason game, even though just a preseason game is one preseason game, but the fact that Cam was out there for such a short period of time and then they gave Mac a lot of reps with, you know, the second and third string, that said a lot to me. You pulled Cam quickly, and you only really do that with a quarterback if you know, like, look, we only want them to get their feet wet, taking them off the field because we want to preserve them and protect them for the regular season. And that's exactly what happened with Cam Newton. I know it's a lot of questions out there of, well, it still couldn't possibly be Mac. Well, if you still believe that there's a battle going on, like Marv said again, you would have seen Cam Newton for at least maybe the whole first quarter, at least, uh, or much more than you did in that game against Washington. Um, but they pulled him and gave Mac Jones a decent amount of reps, and eventually they turned to Hoyer. But even though, yeah, Cam said they haven't Belichick hasn't named the starter. I I just think in this situation, it's Cam's job to lose. Mac Mac is eventually going to be the starting quarterback on this team. It's just a matter of when. And if Cam comes out and plays well, like I've said before many of the time, he'll hold on to the job. But because Mac Jones has shown that he can be a confident, solid quarterback there in the pocket, if Jan, if Cam, I said Jan, if if Cam screws up, Jan Newton. <laughs> they're not going to waste the time, any time pulling the plug. I think that's where it's at. Cam is definitely the starter, but Mac Jones is that close to Cam where if Cam screws up, there's not going to be a real hesitation. Hmm, do we do we switch quarterbacks this next week or what do we do? If Cam sucks, Belichick will say, well, Cam, I'm sorry. This guy's young, ready to go. We're throwing him in there because it's not that far off. I think they're rolling with Cam. Yeah, does Mac Jones maybe have a better arm and whatnot? Probably. But the fact that Cam has been in the system for a year, he's a veteran quarterback, and he does, you know, give you that dual threat at the quarterback position. 
I think that's why they're sticking with him. But again, Mac Jones is not that far behind where if Cam sucks, they'll quickly pull the plug. I th- I think that's a significant part of the storyline too here is, is the fact that they've seen enough out of Mac Jones to the point where if you do start Cam Newton, Cam's on a short leash. He's on a very short leash because you know there's a competent quarterback behind him. And that's that's something that, you know, you saw out of Mac on Thursday night against Washington was he didn't look nervous. I think of the I think of the first drive, you know, if you look to Twitter, like my God, you would have thought this guy was Tom Brady. It was some people were overreacting. It was it was nuts. Some of you guys were animals. But like, like, of course, we want a young quarterback for the future to be ready soon and to take over this team because he's he, he's young and you want a franchise quarterback. But there was a lot of overreacting going on. Did he look good? I think looked Mac the, looked. I think he looked, he looked professional. Part. He looked yeah. the part. He looks like he can play NFL football at the quarterback position and be a starter. And for his first for his first game, you know, not full speed. It's preseason, but close to it. Against another team, he looked pretty good, and we know he's a smart kid. We know that he can play football. We know that he's deadly accurate. But to me, he didn't do enough where if the season started today, Cam Newton's still your quarterback. If the if week one was this coming Sunday, Cam Newton is your quarterback. But what I do think happened in Thursday night's game was – see, I'm, I'm taking it a little differently than you guys did with Cam being out there for so little – and Mac being out there for so for for a few quarters, I take that more as they know what they have in Cam. I don't think we saw much difference in Cam. Maybe a little improvement, but I don't think we really saw much of the difference. One one place specifically, specifically when I saw it happen, I was like, okay, well, not much has changed. It was Cam took a couple steps back, tried to throw it to James White, and threw a bullet at him and missed him. He was maybe, you know what? Do you know what play I'm talking about? I know exactly what play you're talking about. Threw a bullet at him. Beginning of the, in the game, yep. Yeah, threw an absolute laser at him, and it, he was, what, maybe 10 feet away? And he missed him. And, you know, when I saw that play, I was like, okay, well, maybe not much has changed. But again, it was week one, preseason one. There's, you can't read too, too much into that, I guess. But you saw with Mac, he didn't look nervous, he looked poised, he had a pocket presence. And he can throw the football. And honestly, with the Patriots system, that's kind of what you want. You want it. You want a guy who can sit there, be accurate, dump it when you need to. And if if Cam can do that, great. But I think that with Mac's performance in Week One, I think it really puts an emphasis on Week Two. I think we're there's there's a lot riding on Week Two now because I don't think there's going to be a lot of playing in Week Three. But I think we're gonna have to. I think we're gonna see both quarterbacks again in week two, and we're gonna see what the performance is. Week week two is gonna tell a lot. Mm-hmm. If Mac Jones goes out there week two and he's not playing against the Eagles' best first team defense, yep. it's over. Cam's the starter. They 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 solidified that. Now if they give Mac reps against you know a real starting defense, then you know we can start reading more into things. But as of right now. It's looking like Cam's the guy week one. Now, my question for you guys is, just to throw a little curveball, week four, when Tom Brady comes to town, who will be the starting quarterback for this team? Cam, bro. Come on now. Didn't well, at that throw, point? 
They're not going to throw that rookie into that fire. Not only is it Tom Brady. Let's get this straight. Not only are they facing Tom Brady. That's cool enough. They're facing the damn Buccaneers who are nice. All right? They're facing the Bucs who are nice. I think unless Cam – They won the Super Bowl. Pretty good. (laughs) Unless Cam really, really sucks or he gets injured, Cam's safe the first four weeks. I see. First four weeks. See? Cam say now unless listen. he really sucks or he gets injured, I think Cam is safe through that Buccaneers game. Once he gets after the Buccaneers game, then I think it's open season. But I don't see them trotting out rookie Mac. If Mac Jones isn't the starter right now, I don't see them possibly trotting him out to face the Buccaneers. Let him, forget it's just being Tom Brady coming back. That's a whole different conversation. I don't see them trotting him out to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who will probably some words I won't say it on this part on this on this roundtable podcast, but they'll mess him up. But look, these first three weeks, Dolphins, Jets, Saints, those are winnable football games. Yeah, Cam if should Cam, win those damn games. If Cam, if Cam loses if one of the it. first two games, that job's gone. Depends on his performance. What? How, how do they lose the game? Well, I if, can't imagine the defense is going to lose those games. Are they losing the, the defense? Was solid. Is if it's, be, if, you, if it's because Cam sucks, that's a, that's one thing. But if they lose because you know the defense just can't do their damn job, that's a whole different conversation. You can't just go against Cam if that's the situation. That's true. But now let me let me paint you a picture here. I think we have a Bill Belichick wet dream in our hands. <laughs> Week four. Mac Jones, you're a rookie quarterback. You drafted him first round. You think Bill Belichick is going to throw everything at Tom and the Bucks come week four in Gillette Stadium. Bill's wet dream is to have his rookie quarterback beat the guy who left his team and won a Super Bowl immediately after. This is a Belichick versus Brady game, and I think if he can beat Tom Brady with a rookie quarterback – Oh my! I think that I think, I think we're going to have a very excited Bill Belichick. I don't think Belichick cares who the quarterback is as long as he wins. To be honest, when it when it comes to that situation, if if Cam Newton was to beat Bill Belichick, I think Belichick will have that same pride. Like I got anybody a quarterback that everyone says can't throw, and I beat Tom Brady with it. Like I don't think it matters who the quarterback is that beats Tom Brady. I do. I mean, the, the Mac Jones is it's a sexy story. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it's I was gonna a sexy say. Sexy <laughs> story, but I don't for Bill Belichick himself. I don't think he cares. Yeah, if it say it was a situation where even prior to that week, you know, they named Cam, um, Matt Jones the starting quarterback. The build up to that game of Tom Brady coming back to face the Patriots, going against the new. Golden boy in New England, the build-up to that game would be absolutely ridiculous. It, like Mar said, it'd be it'd be it would be sexy. It'd be a, a pretty headline to a lot of ESPNs and sports centers and all these, you know, media outlets. It'd be huge. But again, similar to Marv, as long as Bill Belichick can beat the Buccaneers, I think that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if it's Cam, doesn't matter if it's is Mac, maybe Hoya, Stidham, who knows? Please, please, please we're getting, might not we're watch that crazy. game. I won't watch that game. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I joke, I joke. Come on. I mean, I just, I just think Bill would love to beat him with his new guy, his shiny new toy, his new franchise quarterback, and Mac Jones. And truthfully, 
after what we saw, and, and it wasn't it wasn't a terrible performance by Cam in Week One. That's not what I'm saying. I don't want, like I said on last week's show, the the Cam Newton Twitter army. It's scary. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with them. I don't want to mix up with them because those guys, I they they will protect Cam 100% diehards, and I love Cam. Do I want to see Cam succeed? Of course. The guy's got a great personality. He's so much fun to watch. He's electric. I just don't think that he's going to be he's he's going to be replaced at some point this season. And if that's the case, I mean, within the first three weeks, I don't know if he's going to perform well enough to where we just talked about this gap is so tight now. We just talked about how close and how short this leash is for Cam that I can't imagine I, I if I had to take a guess. He's replaced in the first three weeks. And that means, you know, process of elimination. Mac is your quarterback. Come week four. Interesting. Interesting. It's, listen, I'm excited as hell for this season. This is going to be a fun watch. And the drama every week, if Ken has like a slightly bad game, you know, you know how much oh those guys going to get picked apart? Unfortunately, he's, gonna get bad in the he's, getting, he's getting picked apart now. Yes. And through training camps. Yeah, and you know, in, in some of it fair, but a lot of it unfair too. Very the guy makes one. The guy makes one bad throw, and this is guys. <laughs> this is how media works. People listening, you can take one bad throw, one terrible throw, and you just post that, and you know there's going to be a line of people underneath. Oh, Cam Newton sucks. Cam Newton stinks. But he could have. He could have gone eleven for twelve, have one terrible throw, and be like, "Oh, this guy stinks." The thing with Cam, not saying that's happened, but that's that's what could happen. Yeah, the thing with Cam that also hasn't helped his situation, unfortunately. And it also leads to the fact, it also leads to why, you know, media and, and a lot of fans are jumping on his case right now. It's because he sucked last year. If Cam wasn't as bad as he was last year, I do still think even as they brought in Mac Jones as, you know, rookie quarterback, he Mac, Cam would be hearing it. But I don't think it'd be as bad if he didn't suck last year. I think that's what it, uh, some of it, that's what it boils down to a little bit. Let's tape, let's tape out on him. We know exactly. we saw what we saw. If he wasn't as bad as he was last year, the noise against Cam, the noise towards Cam and the praise towards um, Mac Jones wouldn't be as as wild as it is right now. But knowing that, like Mark said, this tape out, and we know the performance Cam had last year in the Patriots uniform, it it leads into what you're hearing now from fans in the media. Right, and, and, and you know, put it this way, too. If Cam doesn't perform as bad as he did last year, you might not have drafted Mac with that first-round pick. You might have won defense with that first-round pick. If you thought that you had Cam maybe for another couple of years, you might you might have said, you know what, we don't need this quarterback round one. Let's go with the defensive pick, which is what a lot of the rumors were they were going to go defense round one. Also, if Cam had performed well, you wouldn't have had the 15th pick. So That's also true. A quarterback wouldn't even been in question. That's big brain thinking. <laughs> Did not even come to my mind. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep talking, Cam, because we have another topic surrounding Cam Newton. But, guys, first, we got to talk about our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and information for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. 
It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your on your laptop or mobile device and take advantage of these 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. All right, so continuing the Cam Newton talk real quick. He had an Instagram post three days ago as we record. We record this on Monday, August 16th. Three days ago, Cam Newton posted... A picture, nice picture, as Cam does. He posts very nice pictures. Quote, <laughs> um, bro, he t- hey, they're, they're great pictures. They're generally very, very and nice, very artsy. Great, he has a great cameraman. Great cameraman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I know it's his thing, but I'm one of these days, my brain's going to melt trying to read these captions. I can't do it. My I brain is not. I can't I handle those. <laughs> I got no idea what I'm reading. Uh, but this, I wrote this. Quote, I'm far from perfect, but loyalty, I deserve it. And of course, you know, we're Boston sports media. We got to speculate, baby. He was asked about it today by the media down in Philadelphia, or the Patriots media down in Philadelphia, rather. And he had said that it had nothing to do with football. But guys, I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I buy into that. What do you think? Does that have anything to do with the Patriots? It has it has to it has to do with something. It has to do it has to do with you just don't one hundred percent. I mean, unless hey man, I'm not trying to get into his personal his personal life with, with whoever he's dealing with, but it, unless it's a partner a partnership he's talking about, all we can speculate is is football. It has to do has to, something to do with football. And look, I don't the even day think after it, they played Mac Jones so exactly. much exactly, and I don't even think it has something to do with. Like the the coaching staff, really, I don't think he's mad at Bill Belichick or or um, McDaniel's or anything like that. Kim's hearing it, man. Like I know Nick, you bring you bring up like this Twitter people defending Cam. That's not really resonating in the media outside the media world. Like no, Cam's really hearing it from everyone. He's get he's getting the pressure. Like you you even see his teammates coming out and there's. It's, I've been hearing a lot of great things about Mac Jones from his teammates more than I've been hearing about Cam Newton. Like, oh man, Mac Jones, he really throws a good ball. I didn't know Mac Jones had that type of swagger. It's been a lot of Mac Jones talk. So I think, you know, Cam's just hearing it from the from fans, from media, his own teammates. He he was probably upset he didn't get to play as much as he wanted to to go prove himself. And it's just he put he put that little caption there and probably something outside going on outside of football as well. But I think all of that's a combination of something. Anytime we post anything, there's a there's something, there's some subliminal that we're posting out there. Whether we want one person to see it or the whole world to understand it, there's some type of subliminal message that we put out there for social media. Everyone does it. And Cam is no different. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I posted a tweet today that was directed at everybody who was crapping on the Red Sox at the trade deadline because, <laughs> oh, they were all they're all patting the backs of the Red Sox today when it came out that they've gone from 20th best farm system down to 9th. And all of a sudden, all these people, oh, man, the Red Sox, good job, Heim, blew them up. I didn't hear that two weeks ago. 
Well, they didn't blow up the farm system to go get Max Scherzer or Anthony Rizzo. I don't know. It just seemed a little different. The tone seemed a little different. That wasn't very subliminal. That was very obvious. <laughs> uh, I just had to get. I had to get it out. <laughs> Rattled my cage when I saw that earlier. Mike, um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Cam's like Mark said. Cam is definitely hearing it because you know, if you even at preseason game when they were bringing in Mac Jones, damn near standing ovation that he got, standing ovation. Fans went nuts for Mac Jones. And I mean, yeah, Cam got his little bit. Oh, Cam Newton's going in the game, start the game. But I'm telling you, when Mac Jones was entering that game, you thought he was coming in. I don't, I don't even know what kind of. It was like he was back at Alabama. It, it the went crowd nuts. went nuts for Mac Jones. And I mean, all Cam can do is be a good teammate or whatnot. If you see him on the sidelines, you know, the couple of plays and first downs that Mac Jones made, Cam Newton is doing his signature pointing at first down and this and that. You know, Cam's being a good teammate, you know, saying all the right things, showing all the good signs, but he's human. And he's a guy who he's competitive. You know, he wants to be the starting quarterback on the team. He wants the coaching staff to feel like he's the guy. I believe he wants the fans to feel like he, you know, he deserves to be out there as a starting quarterback, but it doesn't change the fact that the noise is still there. How you handle the noise, you know, everybody's different in how they handle the noise. So who knows what that Instagram post could mean? You know, Cam Cam's just um Cam's just, you know, handling it the way Cam usually does, making an interesting Instagram post with his certain type of you know typing or writing that he does. I don't know. But you know, it's just it's noise and Cam's human. So would I be surprised if what he posted is something to do with, you know, the fans and the media, something like that? It wouldn't surprise me at all. But at the same time, you don't really know. The guys has an Instagram like millions of other people on this world. They're free to post whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, just the timing. And of course, like I I don't want to hear it in the comments, guys. I mean, like, oh, but he said that. It had nothing to do with football. Didn't you hear him, you idiots? Yeah, I heard him. But of course he's not going to be like, yeah, I was listen, I was pissed. I couldn't believe they played Mac. Do you think he's going to say that? No, of course he's going to be like that and nothing to do with football. I just don't I just don't think I buy it and and you know, Cam has played the part very well over the past year. He has he has smooched Bill Belichick's butt for well over a year now. When the, he he glows about Bill which is great, but you know maybe that could be potentially the loyalty that he's talking about. I don't know if he would be taking a shot subliminally. At, I don't know if that's how you say it. At Bill, you know, I don't know if he would do that, but I, I think it had something to do with football. If I'm going to speculate, it's just the timing doesn't make sense. So the next day, and, and plus, Kim's a smart guy. He knows when he's posting that. Yeah. The day after Mac Jones gets all those reps – in preseason week one. He knows that if he makes a caption like that, people are going to take that in the way that we're taking it, that a lot of people are taking it here in New England. So <laughs> I don't. I think it has something to do with football. I don't really care what he says. It's just the timing was too perfect. Maybe it was an honest mistake, but the timing was too perfect to make a caption like that after – the team that you started for all last year, you've said nothing but wonderful things about the organization, about the head coach, about ownership. It's just 
yeah. loyalty makes too much sense. I don't know what Cam thought. Like, I don't know because he writes in weird format that he thought <laughs> that he thought people wasn't going to like decipher it. If, if next time Cam just needs to put on a song lyric so he can just be like, it's just a lyric that I was listening to and I posted it out there. But when right, you, we when still you, might not believe him, but at least at least, like, him, but at, least at least we could look up the song. And be like, ah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> when you put stuff in your own words like that, now yeah, eyes really open up. Once you once you start using your own words, man, what what are we supposed to do? We follow you. We want to know what's I going ha- on. I have to know, like, do, do they have their own keyboard, or does like does some poor intern sit there with an iPhone? And just like holding down the button, waiting for the special characters to come up, hit the special character, do it again. But like, you know how long some of those captions are long. He, he, it's definitely he definitely has an app that has a whole different keyboard. Where has to. Has to. That's a long job. I ain't gonna lie. I know he's trying to be unique and what. It's annoying. It's annoying. It's definitely <laughs> annoying. But I understand he's trying to be different and unique. So I get it. Listen, I have I have a tough time. I have a tough time reading things as is sometimes. If my if my focus isn't there, I'm not reading it. If it's not but times man, new, if it's not times new Roman, I might not read twelve. Twelve or bigger. Double spaced. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got week two preseason coming up this week against the Eagles, and like we said, guys, there's going to be a lot to watch this week. If, like Marv said. If Cam gets the starter reps and then Mac only faces the twos, well, that's going to say a lot. But, I mean, also vice versa. If Mac gets the start, he's facing the ones and he does well. Well, then I now think we we're going to have a, we're going to have a, a big conversation next week about who starts week one. Big For one. Sure. Also looking forward to seeing, uh, hopefully Hunter Hen- Henry and, and Nelson Aguilar on the field. For a couple series, I know they both missed week one. Hopefully, they're back out there, and we can see a little bit of them. Yeah, all the all the tight ends are done. Yeah, Smith just got hurt too. He twisted his ankle, so he might miss this week. So ankle injuries are scary. Yeah, one one week you miss one, then flip flip in the next week. So you know, I I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me here, but there was, I, I think there was a tweet or a report or something from today. I was I was listening to the radio, and I guess speaking of tight ends, Cam led Matt Lacoste directly into somebody's chest and yeah. Matt Lacoste got smoked. I, I, heard, I think he might have been out. That. Yeah, he's injured. Lacoste is, and I heard like the way it was reported, it was Cam's fault. Like Cam just got Lacoste smoked. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I and obviously I don't I'm not I'm not laughing at the injury, but just like how terrible like that report was like, okay, so Cam Cam led Matt Lacoste into a death trap, essentially. Damn. And he ended up he he left he got hurt he left the field. I, def- I definitely read that. Yeah, not good, not ideal. But hey, we'll see. We'll see what the stories are like next week on the show, guys. Make sure you come back and check in another week. We know you guys do. We know you're back every week, so thank you for that. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable: Nick Qualier, Marbazan, and Mike Molino, powered by our friends over at BetOnline.ag. We're going to talk to you next week following preseason Week Two Patriots Eagles. We'll talk to you then, guys. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening.